Hour number two, Canuck Central. It is Dan Rachel and Vic Bazaar. Sat will be hopefully back tomorrow. Feeling a little under the weather today. Um, Mossy and Langley with this text on uh, the hockey comparable to Jose Barrios getting lifted early by the Jays yesterday. Um, hockey comparison would be game 82, must win, two points in a shootout, first shooter scores, so you pull the goalie for the backup. That would make sense, right? The first shooter scores? Yeah. So the first shooter scores, so you're like, okay, I guess I'm going to the oh, back of goalie for the I see, the I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you meant for your team scores and you put... Yeah. Yeah, that'd be... That'd be pretty wild. That's I don't even so know if you're allowed good. to do that or if you, like, declare so your goalie good. for the shootout. Did that happen once? Like, someone put in, like, the backup? Somebody, like, it, it has happened before. So Wade Dublowitz? Yeah. <laughs> I think Wade Dublowitz played the whole game. Did he? I, 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 I remember, like, he was the goalie... Can you spell Dublowitz? Uh, D-U-B-I-E. Josh, we're going to need a spell L- check on this. D-U-B-E-W-I-C. No, you are so Z- wrong. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I struggled my way through it. Okay. Can you use it say as a it, sentence? Say it again. D-U-B-I-E-L. Okay. Uh, you already know it's wrong. Josh's reaction. W I C Z. You missed an E, so it's no. I said E, didn't I? Oh. D U B I E L E. Oh, L E. W I C Z. I think the first time I said E. You got that way better than I thought you were going to. I uh, look. I was struggling to type it in. I was like, I, I, I to- play too many video games with Wade <laughs> Dublowitz. He's my backup goalie a lot of times. I think he uh, didn't he burn the Leafs on the last day of the season. That's wasn't, wasn't on, that what it was? in a shootout, right? Yeah, I, I'm almost certain. Like the the first shootout to like, but it push was someone. like, yeah, it's like just like some random goalie, Wade Dublowitz. Wade Dublowitz uh, reference caches today. Yeah. I feel like sh- somebody's done this before. It was like Curtis Joseph or something came in as the shootout goalie in a game, only for the shootout, but doesn't happen often in the National Hockey League, as we know. Uh, all right, it's uh, not Wednesday, but it is Thursday, and there was no overrated, underrated yesterday, so we'll do overrated, underrated today here on a Thursday. Dan Riccio, Vic Bazaar, got producer Josh Elliott Wolf behind the Wade Dulowitz, underrated. Not that anyone was asking. That was actually first submission, Wade <laughs> Dulowitz. Um, That's what we should do. We should just like. Random NHL guy and overrated or underrated. Guys naming dudes tomorrow. Guys naming dudes. On Friday's edition of the People Show. It's our new favorite segment. (laughs) Like, um, especially when you get into backup goalies. Oh, Oh, you know what? That might be the 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 prompt tomorrow. Yeah. Backup goalies. Chris Terreri. Oh, overrated. Another great one. Another great one. He had an underrated, like, mask career. Yeah. Just like from a strict like job perspective, get thrown in there for eight games a season behind Martin Brodeur. It's like the uh, the Chase Daniel of the uh, of the NHL. Just hang out, pick up <laughs> contracts. <laughs> All right. All right. First one. Actually, I want to. Start By the way, he's also the first name I always think of. Chris Terreri. Yeah. 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 We we're like backup goals. Chris Terreri. <laughs> Mine is uh, Danny Sabrin. Yeah. Okay. Danny um, Sabrin. Yeah. Austin and Langley. We'll start with this one. Pushing overrated, underrated to a Thursday. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. 
Underrated. Worked out for Reach. Yeah. Worked out for me. Yeah. Um, Didn't want to jam it into the show yesterday. I'm a big Thursday guy. You know? What like does I that just mean? <laughs> yeah. Who says I'm a big Thursday guy? <laughs> what? You got seven days to choose from. No, Thursday like, is an Thursday. underrated day of the week. I'm telling you. Should we go through all seven days of the week and overrate you go? Them? You go to your local Starbies. The barista's a little bit happier on Thursday. Thursday usually has the good TV. It's the day before the weekend. Yeah, there's some football. people like to get the weekend started early. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I I don't know if I've ever met a Thursday person. I'm a I'm a big Thursday. Guy. I think Thursday is underrated. Most overrated day of the week. Uh, Sunday. What are you talking Ex- about? No. Except during football season. There's too season. much good sports During football on season is fine. Except for 22 weeks of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's still less than half of the year. That's still an amazing way the, to make up the rest of the year. I don't the know. impending doom of Monday? No. I'm just saying in relative to like people, people enjoy Sunday. I'm just saying it's more overrated than other days. I think Tuesday is the most overrated day. Yeah. Tuesday does suck. Yeah. But no, like, no one's happy with Tuesday. Thursday... You got football starting on Thursdays. Yeah. You know, even though it's going to be like almost 97% guaranteed a terrible matchup that you're not going to be in love with, still, the football week started. So you're hyped. Commanders Bears tonight. Get pumped. <laughs> hey, man, there's only 272 of these games. Get hyped. Uh, next one. Zach, Niels Hoaglander getting a full season in the NHL. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. By full season, do we mean he's on the in the lineup for 82 games or he's on the team for the whole season? I would say playing at least 70 games. If he's playing every game that he's healthy for, I think that's underrated. Really? But I'm projecting that there's going to be times when he's pulled out of the lineup. Yeah. Um, yeah, he'll, he'll get a healthy scratch or two. Like the Canucks, we're talking about... Dakota Joshua. Once Mikheyev is back, it'll be harder for Nils Hoaglander to stay in the lineup. Full season. Look, I think Hoaglander got his medicine at the end of last year and went down to the AHL, put the work in, as uh, Jeremy Carlton has put it to us. You know, didn't exactly love it at first, but then really embrace the challenge of being in the AHL. I haven't seen enough in preseason, to be honest, but there's a player in there. And we've seen some underwhelming middle six players here in Vancouver through the years. I think Hoaglander can be somebody that's not underwhelming. You know, he can be a solid contributor in the middle of your lineup, and he's never going to be the most defensively smart player in your lineup. But if he truly buys into his identity as guy who's going to be an F1 and win a bunch of puck battles, I think that's sort of the career arc for Nils Hoaglander that sees him have success. And having a full season in the NHL, that would mean he's having success doing something like that because that's the identity Rick Tockett wants him to play with. This one from Ernest. Canuck zone exit ability, overrated or underrated? No, their zone exit ability. Right now, it's it's overrated. overrated. Yeah, the upgrades on defense haven't helped enough. Kronik had one yesterday that was like, dude, this guy can move. Yeah, 
this guy can skate. It's going to be cool. Uh, I'm a big Heronic fan. But I'm, uh, like, consistently, I was like, okay, Heronic will do it. Hughes will do it. Who's going to be I the third Cole, guy? I think Cole handles the puck well enough. Yes. Um, Is it inventive? No. No, but again, he, he does the job. Uh, Susie's the one that's like, I want to see with some consistency. Susie got better as the game went on. Yep. Yesterday. But he still looked a little bit tentative at times coming out of his own end. So I think this is as much about the forward help as it is anything else. And the whole five-man unit thing very much like when the Canucks were moving the puck well yesterday you could see the connectivity between them the, the play McWard had where he jumped in between the two wingers yes. and they just did like three short passes coming through the neutral zone that was the play you're looking at and saying okay that's what it looks like forwards helping D defense helping forwards exactly um, so right now it's overrated but I see some potential in the Canucks ability to be better with their zone exits in this upcoming season. Maybe I'm just hopeful. Maybe I'm just glass half full guy today. I don't know. Today. Just today. Just today. Okay. Coos missile. The length of the preseason. Overrated or underrated? Is there any other answer? <laughs> it's overrated. I mean, it used to be eight. We, we need to shave like four days off of these preseasons. It's because we get so hyped. And I, I think it was Mark Lazarus that tweeted this. Yeah. Uh, who does great work for the athletic over in Chicago. You spend all summer. Yep. Can't wait for training camp. And training mm-hmm. camp gets here. And within 20 minutes, you're like, can't wait for the first preseason game. Midway through the first preseason game. Let's start the regular season. We do the same with every sport. Mm-hmm. I, I feel baseball. like it's more pronounced in hockey, though. Yeah. Last night's game. Football might be worse. All due no, respect. football, like, you legitimately can win roster spots. Somebody can actually beat someone out as like the third cornerback. I mean, same in hockey. So, Not really. We went through all this and we got like the same 20 guys that we thought at yeah, the start of it. on the Canucks, but usually in hockey. Certain like usage things are also telling in football. Yes. Right? Um, during the preseason. So there, there are like things that coaches are trying, even if, you know, the starting quarterback mm-hmm. isn't, isn't necessarily playing. And like big names get cut in football. Yep. Through training um, camp. Baseball. We're sitting here like, hey, should they claim Cal Foot? Yeah. Which, by the way, we'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. It's not ba- overrated, underrated coming on Cal Foot. Baseball, spring training needs to, like, pitchers need a certain amount of time to, um, you know. Reacclimate their bodies. Get their uh, get their arms ready for the mm-hmm. for the, the grind of a full season and stretch themselves out to be able to go five, six, seven innings. Unless you're Jose Barrios, and that way you only go 47 pitches. Um, <laughs> hockey, like the preseason, is it might be the most meaningless. And for those teams that are playing eight games, like what what are you doing? Cash and checks, man. Cash and checks. Nobody needs eight games. Good for them. Good for them. I'm glad the Canucks reduced it to six games this year because eight would be a stretch. Last night, like I love watching hockey. I love doing color on some of the games here on 650 every now and again, but last night was tough. It was very much a preseason game last night. Uh, next one, we'll do the one Vic just mentioned. Calfoot having his dad in the same organization, overrated or underrated? Okay. <laughs> it's underrated that the Canucks have Adam Foote. Yeah. This whole discussion of this guy 
can't, like Cal can't Foot be here? can't be a Canuck because Adam Foot is the assistant coach. Uh, it's so overrated. It's doing my head in. No, and like no, you're wrong on this. We this heard this underrated. during the summer. We heard this during the summer. Yeah, and resurfaced today. I think Rick Dollywall mentioned it again today because he was on waivers or yeah. yesterday. Do the evaluation. Is so, the player so the good idea, or not? So the idea that Cal Foot just can't play for the Canucks because Adam Foot is an assistant head coach to Rick Dockett. Mm-hmm. That's overrated to you. Yes. Is he a good player? Yes or no? That's all you have to ask. I don't know if like, he is or we, not. We, okay, which that should be the conversation. Yeah. Not, hey, like, how do we manage the dynamics of this? Do your job and solve it. Work the problem. If it's a situation you have to solve, there's a solution to every problem. Yeah. So work it. Do it. Treat it with some honesty. Hey, guys, this guy is my kid. We're not going to treat him any different. There's ways to solve the problem. Yeah. Like, we sit here and we talk about some players across the league that aren't necessarily the best people. Mm-hmm. And we say, oh, how's it going to work in the locker room? Players do not care. Can this guy help us win? That's all they really care about. I don't know, man. Will this guy, is this guy good? And does he help us win? If Cal Foot starts getting like 17, 18 minutes a night and guys around the room don't think he deserves it, that would be a problem. If that, if that materializes, okay, then it's a problem. Yeah. Then there's favoritism. Yeah. Nepotism, you want to say. Yes. You know how you solve that? Don't play him 17 minutes. <laughs> So that's the easy way to do this. I don't know how many examples there are of this in pro sports, but the one that has happened recently is in Major League Soccer with Toronto FC. And yeah. I don't know if you noticed, Bick, that team is a bleep show. Sure. They're a joke. What about spending um, amongst the most money in all of Major League Soccer? But the Italians on that team, Federico Bernadeschi and Lorenzo Insigne, saw that Michael Bradley, the captain of the team, had his dad come in as coach, and they were like, what the hell is happening here? I'd say some things in Italian, but I, I don't know anything other than the curse words, really. So it can be and would be a problem. Like, even if it isn't, some guys might make it out to be a problem. What about Adam and Dave Lowry in Winnipeg? Yeah. Is there much fanfare about that one? No. Don't tell me it can't be managed. Is the guy a good player or not? It's a good one. Here's a problem, though. The other problem with this. We don't know if Calfoot's actually a good player. Like, I don't know if you put Calfoot in this room of other right shot defense mm-hmm. for the Vancouver Canucks that he would be demonstrably better than Cole McWard or... Noah Juleson or whomever they else. He's got a PK profile, whereas McWard's more of a puck mover, obviously. Yeah. This organization needs some guys that can play PK on the right side. That's fair. Uh, All right. Next one. Basketball Phil. Team USA needing to add Joel Embiid to beat Canada. Overrated or underrated? This is overrated because they really don't need Joel Embiid. Like, once the U.S. has their full complement of players, they're going to win the gold. Yeah. yeah. No team beats them ever. Like, well, not ever, but Canada beat the U.S. and LeBron was already like, all right, we're getting the dream team back together. Call up Netflix. Oh, dude, I guarantee you. <laughs> the revenge people- story here is is already brimming uh, with with potential. Well, I think it's underrated. I, I feel like the uh, U.S. in basketball, they like they need the extra push. This is this is very overrated, though. Like you don't need Joel Embiid, right? But don't you want to see the best players at the Olympics? The All Star team that could be the U.S. team. Just put. Uh, I would diminish 
what the all the Olympics would be if Team USA didn't didn't have their best players. Yeah. But I mean, like, I didn't even think Embiid would play for the U.S. Neither did I. Which is why this isn't even like them bringing their best players. Mm-hmm. This is them bringing players from other countries who undeservedly won the most recent MVP. So I used to hate it when guys like it's fan talking over there. Am I wrong? I used to hate it when players would shun the Canadian men's national team for, and there's not a ton of examples, but I guess Jonathan de Guzman would be the biggest one with Holland. Mm -hmm. And he ended up playing in a world cup. So shouts to him with Holland. Um, Owen Hargraves. I never really had a problem with because he was cut from Canadian teams as a youth player. So it's like, well, (laughs) it's on them. Yep. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if I guess with Yoel Embiid, it's, you know, he He does have American citizenship though, right? Yeah. So it's not like they've, because he can play for the U S France and Cameroon, Cameroon, Cameroon. Yeah. It'd be one thing if they're just like, made this work and, yeah, and forced like, it all of a sudden you have yeah. a citizenship yeah. and you're playing for us so i can't say that i uh i love it because i've hated on it with a bunch of canadian men's national team players all right next one justin and east van nutella waffles overrated or underrated oh. this is in reference to uh the kuzmenko video very very good twitter by the way very very good uh, Nutella on any sort of pastry is pretty elite. Underrated. Nutella on anything, almost underrated. Yeah. Um, like Nutella pizza, I'll have it. Pizza dough? Yeah. Really? Like a dessert pizza with Nutella on it. Interesting. You've never you never tried no. this? I'm not too deep in the... Uh, I mean, it's Nutella... Nutella is overrated. How much the different Nutella would it universe? be? That's a no, really that's a terrible bad take. take. Dude, that's overrated. I, I really enjoy it, but I just I don't go out of my way for it a lot. Because mm. I, I know how bad it is. <laughs> that's the problem. <laughs> like, if you've actually looked at the ingredients on Nutella, it's, <laughs> um, it, it's not that hard to make your own. So, not that I have. <laughs> but Nutella on waffles, Nutella on crepes, Nutella bombe. Nutella biscotti. I'm having them all. I'm sorry. Underrated. Justin, Don't have to apologize for loving things. Next one. Tyler, pumpkin pie. Overrated or underrated? Underrated. Overrated. Underrated. No. Yeah, not not really a pumpkin pie guy. It it might be my favorite pie. Pumpkin pie. So here's the thing, though. Pumpkin pie is extremely well rated. Like it's a, it's got a very high rating amongst most people in the public. I think all things. I think think all pumpkin things do have a. High rating. So it's very hard for it to be underrated because so few people rate it low, you know? I guess. Like, there's only the few idiots out here like Bic that are like, no, I'm good. I don't need my pumpkin pie. It's not for me. I don't need that pumpkin spice latte once a year just to to get my fix. I'm good. The only pumpkin flavored thing I do like, though, is pumpkin pie. Anything like pumpkin spice latte, I'm out on. Okay. Pumpkin pie with whipped cream or vanilla ice cream? Whipped cream. Cool whip, specifically. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Or are you an ice cream guy? I'm an ice cream guy. I don't like the... Give me all the calories, baby. I don't like the mix of cold and... Yeah. You don't like the mix of cold? Cold and warm. Like, the, the pie is warm. I don't want 
ice cream on it. <laughs> the ice cream melts. No, but on, on like a, an apple pie, I'm pro an ice cream. Yeah. On a pumpkin pie, I don't think that mixes as well. Oh, man. You know what? It might be the same, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something about the pumpkin pie doesn't work for <laughs> Anyway, pumpkin pie, though. It's underrated. very hard for it to be uh, underrated, pumpkin pie. But to me, it still is. Uh, Justin, serving prime rib for Thanksgiving. Or overrated or underrated. I just got a text from my fiance about pumpkin pie. Not oh, even wow. related to. Is she listening right now? She's not even listening. Oh. She's just like assume... going to grab a pumpkin pie. Right yeah, that's what she said. I'm so pumped. <laughs> um, so pumped. Underrated. I, I like. You don't have Wait, to be. What are we talking about again? Prime rib for Thanksgiving. Oh, for Thanksgiving. oh yeah, underrated. Oh, hold on. Sur- serve whatever you want, man. Yeah. Serve fish. Look. Turkey can be the the, the yeah. Christmas thing. It Serve Nutella. Be... Serve whatever you want, man. I just generally I'm I'm more of a prime rib guy than I am a turkey guy. So they're all I, lethal options. For me, prime rib is a is an Easter thing more than oh. a Thanksgiving thing. Sure. See, I'm all about the agnello and uh, start a new tradition some, though. Some lamb. I'm not going to fault anybody for having prime rib on Thanksgiving. You do you. Especially if like you're good at making one meal. And you're not as good as making something else. Yeah. Just like bring your, it, it's it's a holiday. The Go family's on. coming over, friends are coming over. Play your A game. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> you got to be on it. Don't take out burritos. What I will say. Make your best meal. <laughs> We're going to make so many references. This is the comparable. <laughs> yeah. I will, I will just say, though, like horseradish overrated, cranberry sauce overrated. So whatever oh. your choice Wait. on Thanksgiving. Horseradish as for Thanksgiving or just in for general? Prime, horseradish in general. Whoa. I agree with you would that. Put, like, you would have like, horseradish with prime rib, wouldn't you? But yeah. like on like a sandwich or even in a Caesar? Anywhere. It's disgusting. Wow. Cranberry sauce, though. Horseradish on a Caesar eat. is so good. I don't know how people have horseradish. It's disturbing. Hmm. Man, we, we if, uh, I've been on an island on some of these uh, today. Yeah. yeah. Even uh, earlier. I mean, I guess we can't really talk about the thing we were doing pre-show. <laughs> Um, the the visualization thing. Okay, yeah, maybe it's, it's hard to visualize. It, 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 it's hard to describe it, but we were. Uh, it would take a lot of visualizing from our listeners. Yeah, and so it might work. It, it worked on various levels, actually. Yeah, <laughs> didn't work for me. Um, next. How one. did you become a radio guy if you can't visualize things? Nothing That's why I'm sense. good at it. That's why it's like I have to describe everything. For everyone listening, he knows all the descriptors. But don't you like visualize it in your head so that you're better able? I to have to. I have to take the extra it? step to describe everything. Hmm. People have no idea what we're talking about right no. now. No, uh, go to Bix Twitter if you want to figure yeah. it out in yeah. regards to visualization. Uh, this one, Morgan Wallen, overrated or underrated? Recently performed two nights here yeah. in Vancouver. No idea who this is. You don't know who this is? No. Okay. This is very delicate because Morgan Wallen has been canceled. He's one of the few people to get canceled and come back from it. All right. That's uh, true. But I think P. Diddy gave him the stamp of approval and uh, also Jimmy Butler uh, earlier this week. Sure. Who's apparently butts with, with Morgan Wallen. Actually, I, I do remember seeing a video of a concert here recently. Uh, not in Vancouver. It was a yeah. video. It was at a Morgan Wallen concert and folks were scrapping. Oh. Like going after it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to say he's overrated. I, I'm just saying in terms of music only, I agree. Overrated. But I, I have no context. No context. Of I went Wallen. to the Tuesday show. Oh, really? you went? Yes. It was expensive. Well, but it was a really, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I like 
I like I like his music. I do. All right. He's got some bangers. You know? You, you said that like uh I like his music, like the the guy in because office it's space. Weird. He's like Mike, I am a Michael Bolton fan. Well, I know. I like his music. He's a controversial. I have his whole catalog. He's a controversial character, so it's like, you know, it is. Uh, not that I agree with him as a character in general, but his music, he's got some bangers. This is literally the, the cow foot discussion. Yes. It's like, ah, he's a, he's a controversial guy, <laughs> but he, puts, he makes good music. <laughs> I like it. I'm showing up to his concert. It's like, he can kill penalties. You just, you just proved my whole thesis. Maybe I did. The thing is, you like you go to one of these concerts, though, you barely even hear the per- the artist sing. You're, you're just like singing with 20,000 of your best friends. Yeah, you know? I'm not a big concert guy, to be honest, for that reason. Because like I'm getting a lower quality version of the song yeah. sometimes. It's just like singing with listen Morgan Wallen, I guess. And I to 19 pe- drunk people around me, <laughs> belt it out. It, so, it does depend on the crowd. Though. Yeah. Because sometimes that can elevate it. Yeah. Yeah. Other times it's... It was, it was a quality not- show. He put on a good show. And... Man, for a guy that's only got like three or four albums, he's got a ton of bangers. Anyways. I feel like four albums is quite a bit. It's hard to, like, again, Morgan Wallen can't be underrated because he's the number one artist in North America. Number one? Yes. Yeah, man. What are we talking about? He's got the number one song. He's the number one artist. He is dominating North America. That's why I'm surprised, like, I, I don't know how you don't know Morgan Wallen. You've heard a Morgan Wallen song. Dude, I, I live in a small world of spreadsheets and <laughs> sports. What's his most? What's the name of his last most, night? Yeah, last night. That, that, that's not gonna help me. You gotta play a song. Oh, wow. Last I, night. I can't even visualize things. Just gonna remember us, <laughs> a song, an artist that I don't know of. Fair enough. I'll play it for you in the break. You'll know. Okay. All right. Coming up on Canuck Central, we'll get more into uh, visualization exercises. <laughs> we're going to have to explain this somewhat. <laughs> Somehow. We're yeah. tr- we're, we'll try to explain it. Uh, but, yes, that's it for overrated, underrated on Canuck Central. Hitting the most important topics for Vancouver sports fans. The People's Show with Vic Nazar. Subscribe and download the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.